Hey, fun seekers, it's time to go beyond the board. That is our new podcast here at FM 106.9, The Lodge. It's me, your old pal, Stefan, in the flesh. Yes, you can see me. Be careful of what you wish for, right? Yeah, this is our new podcast. We sat around, had a little brainstorm session, and thought about the idea that maybe people would want to hear a little more about these activity ideas that I share with you twice daily on FM 106.9 and 93.3 The Lodge. So why not have a podcast? What a wonderful idea. Yeah, they've turned me loose, and now I can talk for as long as I want to. Again, be careful what you wish for, right? But yeah, we'll do a deeper dive on these activity ideas I give you that I suggest to you that hopefully make your life more fun and fulfilling. Places to go, people to see. And speaking of people, this is going to be the real redeeming thing about this podcast, Beyond the Board, because I ain't going to be all by my lonesome in here won't know i'm going to have a co-host du jour and these are going to be people that we think you'll want to get to know better people that you're probably already familiar with like a guy named sean ryan who has the distinction of being my first ever co-host du jour sean of triathlon fame and fall 50 fame and the list goes on he's pretty much the the godfather of silent sports in Door County. That's what I think of him as. And he is joining me right now. Sean, how the heck are you, man? I'm great. It's great to be here with you. It's an honor to be in the studio. I'll always remember my first. <laughs> and you are it. We we never forget. We never forget his guys are first. Last time I saw you, you were dressed as Willy Wonka. <laughs> yes. Uh We took the party factor up a notch at the Fall 50 this year. For years, the participants were in costume, so I finally said to the staff, you know, they're putting in some effort, maybe we should too. So I encouraged the staff to dress in costume, and I thought it was important to set an example. So I had a Hollywood-quality Willy Wonka outfit, complete with a purple uh, peacoat on myself and the top hat. Yeah, it was a lot of fun that night. It was amazing. You set the bar high. I was there, and uh, yeah, it made it more festive. You were even singing like Willy Wonka. That yeah, was amazing. I don't know if I'll do that again. I'm I, I'm not a great singer. I'm a that's why I'm a race organizer, not a vocalist. Well, we're going to get to know Sean Ryan better. Everything you've ever wanted to know about Sean, but we're afraid to ask. I am going to ask him on your behalf. But let's get going with some ideas for the weekend. Big weekend setting up everybody on the big peninsula, the big rock. Pie under doors, sky. What's your favorite kind of pie, Sean? Favorite kind of pie, banana cream. Banana cream would be good sitting on the porch of Sequis Orchards Farm Market eating some banana cream pie. I bet they'll have some of that along with cherry and apple and rhubarb and the list goes on. Yeah, they do these every once in a while at Sequis Orchards Farm Market on Highway 42, two miles north of Sister Bay from 6.30 to 8.30. Join them on their porch for this slice of pie that will change your life. And there's going to be music from Dangerous Folk. 60s and 70s folk music buy a slice of pie and receive a 15% shopping discount to be used that evening and make sure to bring a lawn chair 
And you know what? I'm going to put you to work right away. Do the next one. This one right here. Northern Sky Theater. You see that about Children's Day? Yeah. Call Northern Sky Theater's office to register for Creative Kids Day at 920-854-6117. Children and teens ages 6 to 16 are invited to the workshop taking place on Friday, July 12th from 1 until 3.30 p.m. Participation is limited. So get moving. Admission to the event is $30 per child. A state park sticker is required to attend this event. Each participant also receives a T-shirt that they can have signed by the cast and crew. How cool is that? That is very cool, and that was a great read. You're like a broadcast professional. I picked the right guy to do this first Beyond the Board podcast with me, man. I did do the high school radio station. No way. Perfect. <laughs> oh, yeah, you got I was a, a DJ. Nice, you got a nice voice, too. Nice deep pipes. Yeah. I'm baritone. Baritone is perfect for this job. Beautiful. This is going to make my job easier. I might just let you take over here, and I'm going to go out and have a smoke. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I don't smoke. Honestly, and I know Often. you would disapprove because fitness is a big part of your life. How did this all come about, dude? Yeah, you know, it's funny. When I go back in my past, um, I mean, I was not into sports as a kid. I, I liked, I did like silent sports. I've always liked biking and downhill skiing and Nordic skiing, uh, running. So I've always liked those silent sports, but I wasn't much of an athlete. And in college, they, I went to Notre Dame for college, and they put me in a room with an all-state center from Ohio. And he really changed me. I moved, I kind of changed from being involved in theater to helping him with weightlifting, running, helping keep, keep him in shape because he was a walk-on with no varsity locker room privileges. And then over the course of my college career, I was a lifeguard because it paid better, frankly, than the dining hall. And so I spent a lot of time around the pool, got to swim, got to be friends with a French couple. He had been a former Tour de France rider, Whoa. was a professor, taught me to cycle. So by the time I came out of college, I was very into athletics and started competing in triathlon in the early 90s back in Chicago. And so, you know, here this drama theater type guy from high school, by the time I'm out of college, you know, I'm an endurance competitor doing marathons and triathlons in the early 90s. And now fast forward for me, how do you get to the point where you're running these events, organizing these big, huge events like the triathlon coming up this weekend? Yeah, so I, I, to get into the field of actually organizing the events, if I go back to the year 2004, I was a fast food restaurant entrepreneur. I owned three A&W restaurants in Green Bay, and as much as it was financially profitable and uh, lots of hours, very demanding... I didn't love my job. And, you know, if you're out there and you don't love your job, you need to think of making a move. And at that time, I, I made a move. I hired a GM to run the business for me, and I was looking for what I thought would be a part-time job. They needed someone to take over management of the Cellcom Green Bay Marathon, which was going to go through Lambeau Field again starting that year. And I threw my hat in the ring. And they needed someone with a business background, which I had. And next thing you know, there's even though there was like 60 candidates, I got hired to the position. Nice. And at, and at that time, it still wasn't a career move. It was just a part-time thing. But I was fortunate that I met the right people. A month into the job, I went to a race director conference, 
which yeah, they have those, believe it or not. And sat down. Are they at pretty the bar. crazy? Are they, they pretty wild? You know, well, it, the funny thing is, it's a trade show where, like all the other trade shows, everybody stays up late and drinks. <laughs> the only difference is they get up at six in the morning and go for a run together too. They still run. <laughs> they still oh, run. Okay. Hung over. Yeah. So I was lucky that my first night in the bar, the first guy I sat down next to asked him, you know, where do you work out of? He says Boston. Oh, really? I said, what races do you work on there? Well, I direct the Boston Marathon. Yeah, I've heard of that one. I, and I said, I, I said, you're kidding. So the first guy I meet is, you know, the King Don of the whole industry, director of the Boston Marathon. Sounds like destiny to me. You, you know, we hit it off, and he took me under his wing, and now I've been working for him uh, for the past 12 years. Uh, we work on several events together, Bell and Run. I direct the Chesapeake Bay Bridge Race out in Annapolis for him, and I've been on the staff at Boston Marathon since 08. But I asked him that night, I said, well, what do you do for a living? He said, well, what do you mean? I direct races. I said, yeah, but I know what they're paying me. You can't live on that. It's just a part-time gig, right? He says, no, I do this full-time. And I said, how? He said, well, like anything else, you got to have a portfolio. And that was kind of the light bulb that got me thinking about, oh, maybe I could direct other events. And it wasn't long after that that Mark Ernst, the former owner of In Competition Multisports Store in Green Bay, said to me, hey, I've got the perfect idea for the perfect venue for a triathlon and sent me to Murphy Park and here we are 15 years into the event so Mark had the idea I'm just the I guess he he was the conceiver I was the architect well let's talk about the triathlon then as long as you bring us to that perfect uh, way you work that in yeah you bet Murphy Park 15th year correct yeah 15th year so it's 15 years in and you know the funny thing is when I look back the first my first blush at looking at the place was beautiful venue however very small i think it's like an eight eight acre park if you take the forest out not a lot of space for a lot of crowd and where are you going to park everybody well there was these large fields across the street at the time owned by horseshoe bay golf club and murphy coles and i was blessed that when i went and talked to those people they were enthused with it because they're trying to sell a private golf course and private development and you got to be about more than just golf. Not everybody in the family golfs. So what's there for the rest of the family? Well, yeah, there's the beautiful beach and there's the beach club and everything else. But they saw an opportunity in the event I was launching to bring in another audience that they could showcase their development to. Yeah, so, well, talk to me about people that aren't going to participate in the triathlon. Why should they come to this? What yeah, will they get out of it? You know, I mean, what you get out of it is even if you're not into competing in triathlon, it's a beautiful venue the, the beach is still open. The park is still open. The only difference from any normal day of visiting beautiful Murphy Park in the summertime in Door County is you've got the added convenience of a food tent and a beer wagon and music going on in the background. And if you get bored laying on the beach or jumping off the pier, you can come and watch people cross the finish line and cheer and clap. So it's, it's a really fun event for the whole family. And, you know, if you're just thinking of competing, we... Unlike a lot of triathlons, I mean, there are triathlons that only cater to the hardcore audience, and we have a half Ironman on, on Sunday, but we also offer a sprint distance event, which is a much more achievable distance for people just wading into the sport or those that don't have a lot of time to train. And we also, a few years ago, five years ago now, added a kids triathlon for the youngest members, and you 
our our finish line announcer. I was that. hoping you'd bring up the kids triathlon. Yeah, you had me do it last year. You're bringing me back. It was too much fun. And this year, I plan to be even more accomplished as your announcer. I've actually gotten a list of every kid that is going to participate, and I'm practicing pronouncing their names first and last <laughs> That's in a perfect. mirror. You know, I did have people... I'm not doing that. I'm I know, but I did have people come up to me after the event and say, that that guy you had announcing at the finish, make sure to bring him back. He was very energetic and kept the families pumped up for the kids. Oh, dude. So good job, man. Thank you very much. That makes me feel so good. Okay, press pause on the triathlon. We're going to give you more details about where to be and when things are happening, but let's get back to some more activities, other activities you might want to consider for this weekend. The Door Community Auditorium, their 2019 main stage season is underway, and it cranks up again Friday night with I'm With Her. They're a bluegrass band. Susan Jarosz, she's in it. She's a big name. This is a good band. They play Americana, bluegrass, I'm With Her, Friday night at the Door Community Auditorium. And that's funny, that name, it reminds me of a, I started a folk band. You might not know this about me, back in the 80s, I'm With Stupid was the name of that band. And that didn't last very long because I thought that the stupid guy was someone else in the band and then found out it was me that (laughs) was the inspiration. (laughs) And then I I walked away. So once you knew they named it that... You felt bad. <laughs> the fun went away. No. So, and also, Door Community Auditorium Saturday night, it is going to be Amos Lee. Amos Lee. Wow. I want to go see Amos Lee. And uh, let's see here. I got my phone here. Let's crank up an Amos Lee song. Windows are rolled down. It's a beautiful day for that. Yeah. Right? Lovely. Great Isn't Door it? County music. Oh, perfect. Put down the top on the convertible. Look up, child. Yeah, good stuff. Driving down 42. Beautiful. There you yeah, go. with that window rolled down and crank up the FM 106.9 and 93.3, the Summertime Lodge. Summertime in Door County. And speaking of which, you'll have the Lodge jacked up at the triathlon. That'll be the soundtrack? Yes. Uh, this year, you know, unfortunately, we had to rein in the budget a little bit, so we do not have two uh, big bands at the Finish Line Festival. We're just going to be broadcasting... An all-Lodge weekend, FM 106.9, The Lodge, will be broadcasting all weekend. Well, we're you, cool with that. And it's awesome because you guys do some live remoting, you do some bumpers, uh, you promote the athletes. I think you've, um, Mike or you have done interviews in the past. And so, you know, we encourage our audience, we want our audience to listen because, you know, if nothing else on race morning, The Lodge is also our informational channel. So if you're wondering... What do the surface conditions look like? What's the water temperature? Is there a chance of delay? Is there a chance of rain? You can have all those questions and more answered by tuning into the lodge in the morning. The athletes do because they know that I'm going to be on the radio with you or someone else uh, providing updates. That's a win-win situation. Is it what is. We call Very that. helpful. And as long as you're not going to have live music when I'm doing the kids triathlon, I'll have a hot mic. I'll I'll go ahead and do a little acapella karaoke. You want me to do that? Uh, no, we don't need that. Okay. <laughs> Darn it. Shot down in flames. I thought I had a good idea there. So, yeah, triathlon, it is a big weekend. We'll be cranking the lodge. It's going to be a lot of fun. You look like you're ready to do a triathlon right now. When in, do you get to work out when you're planning all these events? You know, I, ran, I went for a run with my dog this morning. The funny thing is, it's like any career. You know, if, if you 
turn your passion into your career, sometimes it actually crowds out your ability to be the participant. Bike shop owners probably don't get to bike that often. Right. So as a race director, I don't get to compete a lot. I'm usually on the organizing team if I'm not the director. I mean, and I help out with my buddy Brian up here who puts on the half marathon. Brian and his Fitzgerald. Events. Brian Fitzgerald. Shout Righteous out to, dude. Shout out to B-Fitz. Love that dude. You oh, know, B-Fitz. Yeah. Okay. But, uh, you know, it's... It, it, it is a labor of love to organize, and you got to love organizing. I try to squeeze in time in between events to try to stay in shape. And I have done the half iron. Okay. Up here. All right. Yeah, well, you obviously you're in good shape. That shirt is form-fitting. You've brought a little swag along <laughs> I, with you. What I, I do you got, I just did one man? size smaller. Yeah, so the swag this year, uh, you know, we're competing with the big boys now, like Iron Man. So we've got to step up our game with the swag. So for years, we've given out kind of cheap plastic bags they're like one-use disposable goodie bags. But now this year we're doing commemorative swim bags. They're mesh. They've got Door County, Wisconsin, and the Door County Triathlon logo on it. So that's cool. So that's the new standard for that each year. Uh, the shirts, we always do craft of Sweden shirts in both men's and women's cuts. And very nice fabric. Uh, we went to, you know, I'm wearing a form-fitting one from last year. The funny thing is a lot of the participants said they didn't like the tight form-fitting. They wanted a looser fit because they don't only want to wear it when competing. They want to wear it with jeans or whatever. So we went with a looser cut this year, and they're in Swedish blue colors. And sticking with the Swedish theme... Uh, the board of directors that I answer to, because I don't own the triathlon, we have a nine-member nine board of directors, every year they pick a new landmark in Door County to be featured on our medals. And this year they picked Al Johnson's Swedish restaurant in Sister Bay. And the nice thing is I know Lars, the owner, so I called him up and said, hey, are you cool with us doing that? He said, oh, yeah, of course, we'd be honored. And, I, of course, my next question was, do you want to be a sponsor? <laughs> Which he said yes. So they're, they're a major sponsor now. But we've got the goats and the sign from in front of Al Johnson's in metal as our finisher medal for the half iron and the sprint, both of which have bottle openers on the back. And we also used it for the kids. And I was a little leery because I thought the participants would say, oh, that's too commercialized, putting a business on there, you know, the goats on the grass roof. And oh my God, when I unveiled them on Facebook, the audience went nuts. They love the goats on there. We even have silhouettes of goats on the colored ribbons. Wow, so very nice. Very apparently, goats are hip right now. I'm not into that, but goats are hip. You're, they're doing yoga with goats. They're doing all kinds of stuff with goats. And I'm guessing the swag for these events. It's very competitive. It can't be an afterthought. People don't just want another T-shirt that they can throw in their drawer and never wear. No, right? I mean I start like nine. Eight, nine months out, you know, with talking to manufacturers, suppliers, looking at fabrics, talking with the board and other people about colors. I mean, I'm not a fashion plate, so I actually coordinate it, but usually I'll turn to mostly my female staff members. Um, if I send it to the guys, they'll reply, looks good. If I send it to my female merchandise director, she will give me a 200-word breakdown of what's good and bad. And, and so I turn to like a small focus group of staff members to help me with this stuff. Beautiful. I'm going to bang out a few more Lodge Activity Board ideas, and then we're going to circle back and bring it on home by resetting and giving people some more specifics about the triathlon. Big triathlon weekend, Murphy Park, Egg Harbor. It is so much fun. I will be there announcing the kids. It's a real honor, by the way, and I mean that in all sincerity. I know Thank I had you. a little fun with it. but We I, love having you there. Yeah, I love hanging out. The, the energy with the kids is I get to feed off of that, and I dug it. And so I'm really... Awesome. Looking forward to it again this year. 
Music, speaking of energy, the Mallet Brothers Band, they bring all kinds of energy, and they will to the Door County Brewing Company and Music Hall in Bailey's Harbor. They are an independent rock and roll Americana and country band from Maine, the Mallet Brothers, and that is Friday night at the Door County Brewing Company. More music at the Door County Brewing Company on Saturday night. How about Barbaro? Barbaro, that's an interesting name. Sounds like Barbarello. Was that Jane <laughs> yeah, Fonda? Yeah, Barbarello, Jane Fonda, and Barbarella well, in the 60s. You yes. got two old guys in the studio. And I'm glad that I've got <laughs> I know that reference. All right, man. Uh, just hang out with me all the time, will you? Yeah, of course. We, we just became best friends, I believe, here in the studio. Yes. Bring it up. Give me some. And uh, that is uh, a progressive bluegrass band, Barbaro, playing at the Door County Brewing Company Music Hall. I was there last Sunday and uh, because I was at the farmer's market in Billy's Harbor where we were selling some funnel cakes, the Ephraim Funnel Department, Yum. which is a division of the Ephraim Fire Department. I'm in volunteer <laughs> fire department. The fire department's funnel division. Yes, it is. And so we were firing up the funnel cakes as a fundraiser, putting the fun in funnel and fundraiser. It Love all it. comes together. But I, we were waiting for the oil to cool down so we could pour it back in the buckets and that we got to work out. We need some metal buckets. We got the plastic ones. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> Lesson learned. What was I talking about? Oh, I walked over to the to the Door County, Door County Brewing Company. Brewing Company because I heard music. They play outside on Sundays. They nice got in out- the garden out there in the north side of the building. Been you, there. Yeah, it's a great had- place to hang out. Oh, and it was some great bluegrass yep. music. This guy was throwing down on the mandolin. Oh, beautiful man. place. Whether you're inside or outside. Yeah, so, uh, and then how about Sunday? we got a little Door County League baseball action. All games are at 1.30. Sister Bay playing uh, who? Colberg at Bailey's Harbor. Washington Island at West Jacksonport. Egg Harbor at Maplewood. And uh, it doesn't say who uh, is playing Sister Bay. Maybe they are, are playing themselves. I have no idea how that works. And uh, I mentioned the Bailey's Harbor Farmer's Market. That's happening on Sunday. Don't know if the Ephraim Funnel Department will be there. We haven't decided yet. we got some people, actually, that are involved in the triathlon. My guy, a fellow firefighter, Matt Bader, and his oh, yes. wife, Miranda. I know those names. And they're... They're, They're helping work intersections. They're well, working important intersections for us, I think. You're taking them from the Ephraim Funnel Department. That <laughs> might just mean we might have to you take You might a, have to go without the funnel cake this year. We Sorry. Can, we can we take, need them at intersections so no one gets hit by a car. We can take a week off. And more business then for the egg roll lady and for Papa Pete's hot dogs and Italian beefs and the totally bueno burrito lady, Melissa. She's totally cool. So it's a lot of fun. But anyway, uh, so that's going on Sunday, Bailey's Harbor. Farmer's Market, and what the heck? I'm going to put Sean back to work one more time. How about that one I've circled there for you? That's on Saturday, Sean. All right, Penn Park. We all love going to Penn Park in the summertime. Penn Park Activities in Peninsula State Park, 8.30 to 9.30 a.m. on Saturday. Backwards and forwards coffee clatch. Drop by the Nicolay Beach Shelter for a casual talk with a park naturalist about park history and news. Lots of interesting park history. On that park. I've learned a lot. Uh, just reading signs, talking to people, read some of the book. Learn the legacy of Horseshoe Island and why ash trees are being cut. Bring your own cup of joe. 10 until 11.30 a.m., you can hike the Skyline Trail. Meet at the Skyline parking lot on Shore Road and join the park naturalist for a hike up to Sven's Bluff. Get ready for a little bit of elevation change going up to Sven's Bluff, but it, the payoff is worth it. Oh, Beautiful yeah. view up there. Identify trees and learn a bit of park history along the way. 
I also drive for the Door County Trolley. I know you do. You're a trolley driver. In uh, the narrated scenic tour, we take people up Skyline and up to Sven's Bluff where we access that mind-blowing scenic view. And then we also hit the Eagle Panorama. You just can't get enough of Peninsula State Park, can you? No, it's it's uh, you know the gem of the of the state park system, and it's one of the most beautiful scenic areas in Door County. So I always say, no visit to Door County is complete without a drive, or a hike, or bike through Peninsula Park. I would totally concur. And my favorite trail anywhere is that Sunset Trail, nine point six miles. I take my bike on there whenever I can. Nice crush limestone trail you're in densely canopied forest and you come out into wide open meadows all the way down to nicolay bay beach and it I've, just I've done it i've don't... got i've got my fat tire bike and i've been on that i just got a fat tire bike all right we, let's oh, go where we high five and again oh my god <laughs> pretty gonna... soon we're going to be holding each other a lot of love in the studio here <laughs> all okay, right I'll fellow try fat and... tire bikers i'll calm down i just got my fat tire bike and i rode it with the lodge and uh, rewind in the, in the two parade. parades. Did you? Yeah, it was weaving around. and uh, They didn't was... dress you as Curious George or anything, did they? They did not, no. Well, next year. You can borrow the Willy Wonka outfit, maybe. <laughs> hey, you're a natural, man. I, I I might have to have you do more of these uh, podcasts with me. Sounds good. Yeah, we'll uh, see what we can't arrange uh, for a sponsor, maybe, for you. So let's finish by just tying a nice bow on the triathlon because something I want to mention is a buddy of mine, Mike Weber, Webdog, we call him, on the fire department. He has Clink, a DIY studio that's right next to our North Ephraim studio for the lodge. Right up at the top of the hill there. And his gal, Courtney, they are going to get married. Oh, I heard about this. They're getting married at your triathlon, sir. Uh, that's a neat thing to happen. Have there ever is there ever been a, a wedding at the triathlon before? No, that's a first. And you know, I, my understanding is they're both doing the sprint that morning and then getting married. How cool is that? It is very cool. And they're literally gonna—they're not gonna go back home and reset and get all gussied up. They're gonna finish. <laughs> They're going to do a quick swab, like in a sink, maybe, and a little roll-on or anti- uh, Yeah, a little- uh, Perspirant, and then- European bath in a sink, and then then get married. And then, boom, (laughs) because they both decided, wouldn't it be fun to do this, because they're both dedicated- triathletes and beyond they're ultra runners and they i just think it's really uh, cool that's awesome i'm gonna have to when i when have them talk to me i'll have to make sure that i give up the stage to them so it doesn't interfere that the award ceremony does not interfere with the wedding i don't want their nuptials and the award ceremony going on concurrently that would be a mess nice use of the word nuptials thank you whenever you can work that in <laughs> it can't get any better we're gonna bring it on home right there anything uh final you want to say about the triathlon no just uh you you know, it's open to the public. Stop down. There is food and beverage for sale to spectators. Uh, we have pulled pork, roast corn on the cob. We have root beer. We have beer, courtesy of Door County Brewing Company. Lots of different flavors from Door County Brewing will be there. And we'll also have black bean burgers if you're a vegetarian. I'm told those are pretty good, the ones we serve. So lots of options for the audience. Uh, Saturday, the sprint is 8 till 11. Um finishes off by noon and then in the afternoon we have the kids triathlon which we mentioned stefan will be there announcing the kids as they cross from two to four 
Uh, there is ice cream from Sister Bay Ice Cream Factory at the finish for that. Sweet. The kiddies don't want pulled pork or corn on the cob. They want an ice cream sundae when they finish. They so scream we'll have for Sundays ice for cream. Them. Oh, yeah, and we'll have all the toppings on the side. And then uh, Sunday, the half iron. That's the long day, 8 a.m. till 5 p.m. Stop by. Usually starts to get busy just after noon with finishers, and the party goes all afternoon and culminates later that night at dusk in the tiki party on the beach, weather permitting. All right. Nice work. Good luck with your triathlon. Thank you for indulging me spending this much time with me on Beyond the Board, our podcast. You were the perfect person. Thank you for having me in here. The perfect person to have as my first co-host du jour. I can always say I was your first. Yeah, and I'll always remember I won't tell my wife that. There it is, everybody. (laughs) Beyond the Board. So thanks for... Tune in, in, and we'll have more wonderful co-hosts just like Sean. And get out there to that triathlon and enjoy. Amen. See Thank ya. you. Thanks, fellas. Nice right. work. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, you didn't know I did radio before. You're good. No.